Yo, what up? This is Jay Muse, and you're listening to the Gray's Tap Room Podcast. Snooch at the Dooch. Motherfuckers, and welcome to a brand new episode, episode 101, 101. of the Tap Room Podcast, the Grace Tap Room Podcast. <laughs> I'm Mike. And I am Trash Can Tabby. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> or the Trash Can. Yeah. So excited yeah. for tonight's episode. I know. I'm already a half a beer in. And I am I am three beers in this. That's is, not beer. That's tea. It, it's no. <laughs> remember episode uh, whatever it was with Aaron top three. Oh yeah, that is a craft beer. Uh, Suck it, Trebek. As you hit your <laughs> mic arm. <laughs> so it's our first band. Our very first, a real band. A re- <laughs> <laughs> not some schmuck that plays in three bands. Yeah, in Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us this week uh, is Josh and Brian and hopefully Wes of the band Earth Below Us. Folks, how are we today? Great. Awesome. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. We're very Thank excited you. about, uh, you know, the, getting into the Kentucky music scene. And we've done a little bit in the Kentucky scene. And so far, it's been really good. But uh, okay. we're really excited about getting to Louisville. And, you know, we have, let's see. June 24th. Yeah, we have June 24th at Magbar. And okay. that, that that's where her brother plays all the time. Yeah, that's like their home base yeah. show place. Nice. Magbar is an awesome place. It's a cool venue. Now, we've heard a lot about it. Like, it's that. very famous. And, uh. This will be our first time playing there, so that's exciting. Yeah, for sure. You said on on June 24th? Yes. And we have have zero hour. Zero hour is very good. I would say they're like, you know, good quality hard rock, like your Godsmack, that sort of thing. We got Hide the Riot and uh, Bleached Breath. Awesome. Hell yeah. We'll uh, we'll definitely try to make it out to that. So those are totally mish bands. Yeah. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally rock and roll, uh, hard rock. Yeah, know, we don't really get into the death metal category, but we're definitely we're rock and roll to the core. Hell yeah. I, I was actually explaining you guys to um, a couple of buddies of ours, and I the way that I heard it the first time I listened to you guys was like a tool breaking benjamin vibe sound if i can say so myself yes definitely are uh uh some of the type of stuff that we liked when we were growing up was the tool break of benjamin you know three doors down chevelle uh we did like Whack. definitely a big influence led zeppelin all the classic rocks for me personally fuck yeah so, uh, Josh, now, what is your role in the band? For our listeners, let them know. Uh, what you, What is your role in the band? 
Um, I'm the singer and guitar player in the band. There's actually three of us. Um, okay. I play the guitar and sing, and Brian is our drummer, and Wes is our bass player. Now, Wes has been with us now for about a month, and he's he and and it was fun because Wes, you know, is from down in uh, that's Laurel County by Corbin, Kentucky. So this was his first time going to Detroit. Okay. So he, he got to go play uh, a good national show with the Almas and Reign of Z, which was which was a really good show. And then uh, he got, we got to play in Ann Arbor. So we got to see the Detroit and Ann Arbor thing and go to the big city and all the craziness. And uh, he was pretty excited. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, it was fun. And he did real well for only having three practices before our two shows we had. So it was good. <laughs> it was really good. Awesome. Sometimes you fake it till you make it, too. Yeah. yeah. The show must go on. <laughs> I mean, hell, we have an episode called Three Bassists and a Ding Ding Burr. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we didn't know, but our buddies from Florida is a bassist. And then we all came up and we were talking one day on the podcast. We're like, oh, my God, we were all bassists. Yeah, uh, I was in a. There was a band I used to be in back in uh, back in high school. I was a bass player, and I've been the bassist in two metal bands up here. Yeah, so so you guys are all about that bass, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, uh, well, the one instrument that that has always had my heart and always will is uh, uh, I'm like Brian. I'm a drummer. Yeah, at heart. Yeah. I'm a, I'm right, a on. Yeah. right on. Right <laughs> on. Well, if Josh, you get mad at me and don't want me anymore, there you go. You know where to go. <laughs> well, I'm way up here in Toledo, but I'm kind of like a hub because if we play in Detroit and then down there, I'm kind of like right in the middle. So it works out too. Yeah. And then yeah. Fort, uh, it's uh, what is it? June 10th, we play in Fort Wayne, Indiana, Josh. Yes. And I'm really excited about that. We're playing at Pierre's in Fort Wayne and that's a real famous place, and so many people reference that around the country. And actually, I think they're ranked number three for ticket sales in uh, the country for a rock and roll venue. That's nice. awesome. It's a very large venue. You know, uh, yeah, it's two stages. Very big place. But uh, we're pretty excited about that. We've heard nothing but good things about that. And what's also fun, when you get into the touring band circuit, it's kind of like minor leagues, right? I have, like, triple-A ball. You know, we're in we're in the minor league circuit, you would call it. But but when you're doing that minor league circuit, you will you will link up with others. If you do it long enough, you'll see others out there too, which is fun. So you'll like Indiana, we're playing with two bands. One's from Pennsylvania, one's from uh yeah, uh, I believe uh Flint, Michigan. And then you see each other sort of mix. And then it's funny, it's fun when you all meet in a different state and didn't plan it. That kind of stuff happens, and and that's uh, what's exciting too about the whole regional touring thing is uh, there ain't that many of you when you really get into it, you know. When you get to the next, like there's like different categories, like there's the local circuit, and then when you get to the like, like I said, the next circuit, there's you know, it gets you'd be surprised it's not that big, <laughs> right? Yeah, but it's some of the guys who are in like you know the pro circuit, the majors. They say they miss these times a lot because, like, the guys from Italic were saying, like, how at these times you kind of see the same faces when you come back to Indiana. And it's it's like, oh, it's our Indiana family or 
it's our <laughs> Kentucky family or our Detroit family, and it's kind of cool. But once you get to a certain point, it's so big. It's like, I can't have all these people at my house after the show. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want all those people at my house after a show. But the traveling and, you know, meeting people and all the musicians, like, and going different places, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, everybody's always so cool, too. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. So how did you guys, like, how, how was the band formed and how did you meet? Yeah, let's get into your origin story. Well, <laughs> it, it started pretty much with me and Brian. Like, I was playing at music at the church we went to, and Brian kind of approached me one day. He was like, hey, do you want to do a band? And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we started, like, our first uh, band. And we, we played a few shows. We kind of got our feet wet, and, and then it kind of, decimated our, our singer kind of had some issues and then well like we started another band and and it had a little bit better the, the second run we called falls of grace and now that band did good and that was a great time because that was when like rock and roll was in the top 40 in the billboard it was no hip-hop or like and i don't have no problem with hip-hop or anything like that but at that time uh, just your regular Friday night clubs in America would have been packed just because people wanted to go and right. everything like that. So that was like some of the golden days when we were in the Falls of Grace band. So it got big quick. And then again, yeah. we kind of uh, lost our singer again. And then uh, different things happened. But the earth yeah, we've, had a, we've had a couple of singers pass away on us, and yeah. you know, through the yeah, years. Like but the bad accidents. Band, was formed um, when I got back from the army. Because at one point I quit playing music. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm going to the army. I went to go to Iraq and I was just kind of mad. And then some dude in Iraq had a guitar sent from home, like a cheap little Walmart guitar. Like, what yeah, is that oh, dude's name? First act? Yeah, like, you know, the Keith Urban dude? Yeah. <laughs> like those little cheap guitars. But, uh, yep. And like, I was like, you mind if I play that? He's <laughs> like, yeah. And I played the guitar, and um, they were like, what the fuck? <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> yeah, why are you here? Like, And so that kind of like brought it kind of awakening to me, like, I do want to play music. And then so after I got back, uh, me and Brian and our buddy Jonathan got together. And the first song was Don't Tell Me How It Ends which is on our YouTube channel and on the Reverb Nation, that song is. That was the very first Earth Blow song. And we actually recorded the first tracks of that in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, Jonathan was working there as a paramedic in the hospital. And then we went from there, went back to uh, Jonathan, moved back to Michigan. And I ended up moving back to Toledo, Ohio. And then the Earth Blows band, that was kind of how it uh began which was 2005 no it had, it was oh no that was falls falls of grace yeah. was 2005 it, it would have been 2000 uh like seven or eight no 2010 wow time yeah. flies yeah so we've been um earth Bullets has been a band for four years yeah 13, 14 years. 13 years yeah lucky 13 <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes, yes. 
That's well, awesome. Josh kind of Josh kind of skipped over a funny little detail about when I first saw him play guitar at that church. Oh, do and it! That, and that oh. is, they apparently they wouldn't let him turn his amp up, so he was just up there playing. But me and uh, another friend that was with me who plays guitar, Mike Slater, we were watching his fingers move all over the place, and you know this kid—he was 17 years old at the time. We're like, wait a minute, this we can't even hear this kid. His fingers are going all over the place. So we noticed how good he was just by watching his fingers. You know what I mean? We didn't even hear him playing. So anyway, I just think that's kind of funny because he's just up there riffing off on leads. And Church songs. They even let him, <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't let him turn his amp up. So I, just, I know how that goes 110%. When you do rock and roll, it's funny. Like, Everywhere you go, you know, like, you know, there's always the man, you know, and, and uh, like at my mom's house, like, you know, like turn it up a little bit, like it's too loud, whatever. So I'd be in the closet, like with a little amp playing <laughs> at, at band practice. The the cops come because it's too loud. It's like, we've been too loud our whole life. And then like, <laughs> so we get to uh, go out and play these concerts and stuff. It's like, Yes, there's a place where we can be loud and people like it. <laughs> right. Well, it's it's funny you say that you were playing in a church. That's how I found uh when I was started my band Aftermath in high school. Uh that's how I found my buddy who was our guitarist. He uh he was warming up to play a set in the in the church. That's where we met, and he, he warmed up playing with playing Crazy Train. And they said, no, if you're going to play that, you can't play music for us. And I went, he's playing music for me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. he uh, <laughs> he started playing Crazy Train. And uh, the music director is like, no, you're there's no you. If you play Ozzy Osbourne, you can't you can't play music here. He's like, well, that was like the one time that Jace and me at church, we snuck just, in System you, of a yeah, Down. You guys and they thought it was a worship <laughs> song. <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny! It was and you guys did the whole. I'm the oh, only yeah. one. I'm sitting in the back eating, and her and her brother are on stage uh, singing "System of a Down." And I, I can't went, remember what song it was to say. It was, was it Chop uh, Suey? No, <laughs> it was off the album after that. Self righteous uh, suicide. It, yeah, it was uh, hypnotized. It, they were playing hypnotized. I'm, yes, the only one. I'm sitting yeah. at a table by myself going, yeah, fuck yes. Now, and everybody else is like, oh, Jesus. It was great. It was I'm great. like, all these people have no fucking clue <laughs> <laughs> what's happening. Like, their parents are like, oh, my babies are up there singing a song. And I'm going, yeah, but you don't know what fucking song they're singing. And I do. And this is Wait, fun Wait, I think me. it was Holy Mountain. No, you guys did hypnotize. Was it hypnotized? It was hypnotized. I don't I will, know. It was like no, twenty years ago. I will never forget it. Yeah. I'm just watching all these all these churchgoers go crazy. Like, oh, look at look, they're so awesome up there. They're so talented. And I'm in the back alone going, fucking system of a down. That yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> I married like... into the right fucking family. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh when you play it like when like the, they ask you to play it something, it's like uh, is this a Christian song? It's like, well, yeah, it's called "Burn with the Witches," like, uh. <laughs> or uh, "Running with the Devil." Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Van Halen. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the bass player at in the in a church I went to. 
he started playing the the bass riff for Cocaine by Eric Clapton, and nice. <laughs> the worship leader did not like that one. <laughs> yeah, but see, you said he was playing the bass riff for it. Yeah, the bass line for okay, Cocaine. So, so you know that he knew that that dude listens to Clapton. That oh that yeah, music, that church guy. He listens. He fucking, <laughs> if he can pick up the bass line for Cocaine, that dude listens to Clapton at home. You oh yeah, he does. Yeah, he was trying to hide it. <laughs> You guys don't ever listen to country much, or are we all rock and roll? Um, I grew well. I grew up in to. Uh, I did used to listen to country, but that was a god. That was so long ago. Country makes me physically ill, but well, it like yes. the modern, the modern country. Like now, if we're talking Willie Nelson, the Man in Black, Johnny Cash, uh, Dolly Parton, yeah, I'll I'll jam. Hank I'll, Williams, Hank, Hank Williams, Williams Jr. Yeah, I'll, I'll rock out the old school all, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah totally I'll rock down out for that. Them all fucking but day. no, literally new age country music, like what is it, Travis Tritt and whatever. No, Travis Tritt's old school. The the newer. Yeah, uh, or uh, what's it, Kenny Chestnut? Yeah, that uh, no, the, no, the, the meme we saw the guy thought his name was uh Dougie Doodoo Pants. Dougie Doodoo Pants, like yeah. Very strangely enough, I love bluegrass. I love folk music. I love um outlaw music. I love southern gothic, the 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 dark country. And a and a banjo does kick ass. That banjo a and a fiddle? A, a banjo is a beautiful instrument. But no, don't like But country. if 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 you're going to sing songs about your your dog died and your truck broke down and you you ran out of Budweiser's, I'm not about it. I'm not here for it's it. It's like Keith Urban. It's like that, yeah. Urban and country at the same time. <laughs> and uh you know, he talks Australian as hell. Like listen to him talk, it's like and now he sings like it's like what is this an abomination from hell? <laughs> it's like, bro, you're not uh, country. You're from Australia. That is yeah, the most like, not yeah. redneck place ever. <laughs> totally, it's just bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? What the fuck are you doing, Keith Irvin? You're not even from here, bro. <laughs> we're, we're totally if. If we ever get famous, we're going to call Keith Urban out and we're going to do a guitar battle on Keith Urban Guitars from Walmart. Oh, totally. Hey, yeah. I am there for it. Front we'll, and center. We'll judge it. We'll be the judge. Yes. Yes. We'll we judge. should write him and do the guitar battle. Do it. Yeah. I'm here for it, man. I already know who the winner is. 100%. <laughs> well, nobody can beat Keith Urban. <laughs> Not without a good right hook. <laughs> you got to have the winning attitude. Yes. Attitude. Attitude. Yep. Attitude. Left and right. So, um, what inspiration do you guys have for your music? Like, what what inspires you to write? How you write, or what you write? No, that's a very interesting question because it's very random. Like a lot of it. Is- a lot of the, I mean, I guess the lyrics um, kind of geared towards, like, you know, a lot of the same kind of old rock and roll messages. It's kind of, like, rebellious, kind of, like, against the man, you know. Kind of similar to that same kind of thing. The Woodstock days, like, Fuck you know, yeah. I think of, like, rock and roll in, the, in, in those eras. It's like, you know, it's like, yes, you know. <laughs> nice. But that's a lot of inspiration is like I watch Santana play. Uh, if anybody's out there and gets a chance to look at some of the Woodstock live videos from that era on YouTube, if you've never watched them. Oh, yeah. 
Santana, uh, uh, Leonard Skinner, and some of the ones that are so pure and good. There's no auto tune. There's no rehearsing. You know, it, it, it's not like it's just one take live. All that. And stuff. they're playing from their soul. Are you right. a Santana fan? Yes, I'm a huge yeah. Santana fan. Um, we, I play a Paul Reed Smith guitar, and that's honestly what attracted me to that guitar because I seen Santana. I was like, "What? What kind of guitar is that with the with the birds on it?" I'm like, I looked into it. I was like, "Oh, I like that. That looks nice." And um, but it inspired me to uh, get a PRS guitar. And okay. I'll tell you what, if you buy a, a Paul Reed Smith guitar, you definitely won't be uh, disappointed. Very, very good guitar. Hell yeah. I, uh, the guitar I had, I had an Epiphone SG. We it actually like, have one of those as well. <laughs> it's, uh, it looks like, looks like Angus Young's guitar. Yes. Ours is a gothic version of the SG. Okay. The black my, one. Mine, yep. See, I had the, I had the cherry red. Nice. That cherry red one is very classic and awesome. Oh, definitely. Dude, it was a beaut, a fucking beaut. She was so beautiful. Josh, um, tell them what you call my purple drums. Oh, the, our our drum set was made by Pearl for us. It wasn't like bought in a store. Well, it what's was, your nickname? Well, we call it the Purple People Eater <laughs> because it's got this beautiful purple. Um, uh, what would you call that? Quilted maple. Yeah. And you know, there's not you, you know, there's only one like it, and it's it's the full set, so it has, I believe, about five times. We got two snares, we got road time. I mean, we hardly ever use the whole thing. We use like a small drum set a lot or where we go for convenience. But if it's a big show, we'll set the whole thing up. But it's pretty cool. Yeah. AC DC, uh drum from A C D C played it. Yep. And this is a real interesting oh. story. Uh, we're, we're just sitting at home one day, and this guy calls. He's a promoter from Sandusky County, Ohio, and they're they're putting on a big event, and they had the Monsters of Rock with some guys from ACDC, some some guys with uh, Steve Miller Band, and um, Hootie Blowfish. There's just all kinds of these famous musicians. It was and, uh, Steve Miller Band's guitar player, right. and the bass player, I think, was from Huey Lewis. Remember Huey Lewis in the news? Yeah, it was like all, oh, yeah, huge. I'm a huge fan well, of Lewis. The they promoter, were called the Monsters of Classic Rock. Yes, and, they, ahead, and the Josh. Monsters of Classic Rock they they still do that tour to this day, and it's always different. The Monsters of Rock tour, you might see Axl Rose on it. Um, it they it's uh, uh something they bring a lot of classic musicians together, and uh, but the promoter lost their equipment, so he knew I had a lot of guitar amps. I had a bunch of Mesa guitar amps and. And all kinds of stuff. And, uh, you know, Brian had the purple drum set. And he calls and he goes, we need this stuff. And I'm like, you know, I said, I have everything on that list. <laughs> Except for this Hammond B3 organ, which was very hard to find. I called some guy in Cleveland and rented it for $1,000. Him and his sons came and set that up. But um, all the rest of the gear, it was what they needed. And a drummer from a ACDC, which is, uh, I believe he's the current drummer and the last drummer, Chris Slade. Uh, yeah, that's his name. That's right. Signed Brian's drum set. <laughs> yeah, the symbol. That's one of the symbols. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. Um, 
the, they, they got to play our stuff. <laughs> that was fun. And we ended up getting to pick them up too, and which was, that's a whole other <laughs> funny story because uh, the it. promoter then calls and goes, oh, I messed up again. He's like, we got nobody to pick them up from the hotel. And and me and my uh, buddy Jasmine were like, you don't even have to ask us twice. Go pick up ACDC and Steve Miller Van from their hotel. It's like, we're in. Yeah. And, but the funny thing was, is we had Jasmine's dad's van it was this yeah. old Chevy van, like one of those conversions, and it had like oh, the blue carpet and uh, <laughs> like blue tag carpet and uh, the mini fridge and the whole deal. And we pick up these guys like uh, from this band, like they were all dressed up like rock and roll. They had some like friends with them, and they're sitting in the bag's van. They look around, they're like the one dude from ACDC goes, "Man," and he had like a British accent. He's like. This looks like something we used to tour around back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell them that everybody has to get their start somewhere? Yeah. And we it's so funny. The earth flows being like, we've met so many famous people and been so many different places like that. And we're always kind of working towards like, we're, we know, never giving up. And like Brian said, we've had singers die on us and other things like that. And, and that's kind of what led me to singing and playing guitar because I wasn't always a singer. I was a guitar player forever. And, and you so don't plan on dying. Yeah. I finally got the point of like, you know, Brian, like we're not going to quit. So yeah, you know, Hey, I'm going to start singing and playing this guitar because I know that we'll keep, we'll keep it going. <laughs> Even if we live how many hundreds of miles apart, is it a couple hundred miles? Apart, we live apart, maybe like 500 miles. I don't even know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Three, four hundred. It could be five hundred. I don't know. But uh, it works <laughs> out having kind of our Detroit metro base and mm -hmm. the Knox County base because the Knox County base is good because Atlanta is four hours. Nashville isn't very far, and we're dying to get into Nashville. We've played. Oh, yeah. We've. I've worked there in the studios. As far as in, the, you know, I've also worked in the music industry myself and worked on. Um, yes, I worked on some major label things. Steve oh, yeah. Thompson was uh, one of the greatest rock and roll producers ever lived. He sold over 250 million records. Um, he produced uh, he Guns N' Roses, Roses McCartney, Metallica, yeah, you name so it. Many, so Guns many. Guns N' Roses. Madonna, like Aretha Franklin was then there, like Red Hot Chili so Peppers. many artists. Like there was just so many. And That's awesome. By chance, I ended up working for that guy for a while. And doing the studio thing, I was a studio guitar player and did a lot of studio work. But the whole time, I, I, I'm doing this work for these guys going out touring. I'm thinking, like, I want to go out and tour, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, this, the studio thing's sweet, and I'm, I'm thankful I did it. I've learned a lot. and But yeah. I want to get out and do the touring thing. And, and so this is kind of, even though we've been together a while, this is kind of a new version of Earth Lois. We call it Earth Lois 4. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, uh, so it's kind of, it is new, and so it's exciting that doing something different, and um, we'll see where it takes us. And then so, we have Jen, who helps promote us too. Yeah, Josh's wife, Jen. <laughs> um, me and her have known each other like our whole lives, and Brian. We've we've all known me and Brian and Jen. We've all known each other a long, long time. Um, and we've been you know part back together as far as like friends and stuff. But here we all three of us, you know. We're here and we're going at it and we're, we're we're really excited about all the places we're gonna get to see this year and play and as well as releasing a new record yeah. and we're gonna play that 
a song from the new record at the end of the show. Yes. It is top secret. Nobody's actually going to hear this except for the show. But other than that, that's that's a preview of the new record. And it's exciting. And this song's called Digital Dragon, um, which is cool. Songs are a lot about different stuff, but this particular song is really interesting. We were doing some DMT one night. I don't know if you're familiar <laughs> with what that is. Oh, but... I, I, listen, I listen to Joe Rogan. I know what DMT is. Okay. Well, the DMT. <laughs> I didn't know you did DMT, Josh. Wow. We had a whole bunch of it. And <laughs> I can tell you DMT is like rolling the dice. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you, you could have a happy time or you can have a really terrified time. You have no idea. <laughs> And but, there's really there's really no in between either. Yeah, it's either going to be really great, but <laughs> I guess in the end, it, it's it's you always feel good when it's over. Put it that way. Yeah, but uh, absolutely. Now, this particular song is kind of about that. You know, I've had some really good experiences. I'm really happy and stuff. So uh, I was experimenting. I don't use DMT now, and nor but I really recommend that to everybody. Everybody do your <laughs> On your own discretion. <laughs> D- DMT will, I know you've never done it, it, but it will, it really changes your whole outlook on life. Cool. It does yeah. change your outlook on life. And that's what this it song does. is about, the digital dragon. Because in this particular time, and and this is one thing I can tell you, when you smoke the DMT, once you're out of your body, you don't remember that you smoked DMT. You don't remember how the fuck you got where you're at. You just are there. You don't know that you and your buddy smoke DMT. You're just, in, you're, you're not in the world no more. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm all of a sudden I find myself in the, in this total darkness surrounded by this digital dragon. And this dragon was digital and just beautiful and intense. And it was grabbing me. And basically it was telling me like, you're mine, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, I am dead. And I mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah, and like I thought there was no way out of it and out of nowhere (laughs) you're going to hell yeah I didn't know I didn't know what I was in hell with a dragon I don't know what was going on I was like but it was like one of the most terrifying things I've ever experienced and it was like so powerful the way it talked to me and stuff I can't explain it but then all of a sudden a white light came out of all of a sudden it was all white I didn't have nothing under my feet or nothing I'm just so in white every which direction which is so bizarre to not have be standing on anything or see anything in any which direction and all of a sudden i i heard his voice say you're okay and everything's going to be all right and i woke up and my friends were laughing at me <laughs> and i and, and at first you wake up you don't know what happened you're like what happened i didn't i still didn't know i spoke to dmt i woke right. up and my buddies were sitting there cracking up laughing at me and I'm like, what happened? They're like, you smoked the team. Like, I did. Then all of a sudden, it hit me. I'm like, oh, I did. I'm like, wow. I was like, well, that wasn't even real. I'm like, wow. That was. Did you guys see that dragon? No, just me. No, cool. No, yeah. <laughs> but you hear those old songs like the Beatles and stuff, seeing like dragons and fairies. It's like, oh, you can get high enough to see one if you choose to. <laughs> Josh, you're the modern day John Lennon. Without the granny glass, without the don't granny say, glasses. Don't say that. We we don't want to get shot. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Jen can sing better than Yoko Ono, though. No, that now that is a whole. Anybody can. 
Uh, yeah. Worst, Worst music our ever. Dogs can, our dogs can sing better than Yoko I'm pretty Ono. sure I can <laughs> fart better than Yoko Ono. I, I took a shit that I would rather listen to at a live show than I would rather listen to Yoko Ono. <laughs> this is one thing we, we, we were talking about, like, you know, anybody can make it in music, I believe. It is about doing the right things and, you know, not getting too much on drugs. It's like, yeah, have a good time. Don't let it overtake you, you know. But, like, if you if you get out and tour and you have merchandise and you do the things you're supposed to be doing, you can make a decent living without being famous, you know. Yeah. But yeah. In, if the thing is, Yoko Ono sold a gold record and whatnot. <laughs> so that just tells you there's people out there like every kind of music. So you know what though that that gives me hope for me as a singer. Then if Yoko Ono can do it, yeah, I, I mean I honestly, at least I try. I, I'm gonna say honestly, babe, you are doing fantastic with that Backstreet Boys song "Drowning." I, I'm crushing it. You are crushing I'm, it. I'm murdering that. You song. are so tone deaf, but <laughs> you really? are you are pretty tone deaf. But you are absolutely fucking crushing that song, especially that note That's towards why the I was end. A bass player. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, Backstreet Boys in the shower. <laughs> oh no, we're Backstreet Boys it live, like out in the yard in public. I, mean, look, I got I have Backstreet no Boys everywhere. I have no shame in my musical taste. I've always and forever been metal first, but sometimes I throw down on some Backstreet Boys. I mean, you're guilty. Well, not even guilty anymore. No, my guilty pleasure is still. Who would you say is the best modern metal, metal band in the last five years? Because that's a tough one. There's a lot of good ones from 10 years ago. Gojira. Uh, they're, they're older than that. Yeah, though. Gojira well, is older, yeah, but in the yeah, they, that, they don't years, count, but I, I like Gojira. is awesome, but Go- they're they're a little older. Gojira. I love Disturbed. Disturbed is also older. Live. Yeah, I I don't I don't think I I honestly can say that I don't listen cr- to cr- Crown of Serpents. Oh yeah, Crown of Serpents <laughs> her, is pretty. Her brother, she, band. she. Yeah, they've been both around of your brothers, but you're two, two of the both three. Of your brothers, yeah. band. And, and the look, have been around forever. If you look at metal and rock music, there isn't too much new in the last five years, even. And, you know, and uh, so I encourage people to keep playing because there was a lot of people with the Corona and it did hurt the music industry. Um, Man, we kept Earth Lowest plays one of the best shows we ever played during the Corona because we gave the man the finger and said, we're not going to shut it down. And we actually I actually got threats. People were threatening me like you're a coronavirus spreader or something. You're killing everybody or something. Um, But anyway, that's a whole other subject. But. We, uh, I got shut down by the police in Monroe, Michigan, but they're nice enough to give me one more song. So I thank the Monroe Police Department for giving me another song. But uh, so many people were coming out of the woodwork in Monroe, Michigan. It was wild. We played is, out that the the, is that how the song Coronavirus came? Yeah, we have a song called <laughs> Coronavirus. Nice. And uh, I would, that's a good one that's going to be up on a, on a new record as well. Fuck yes. But uh, we started playing outdoor and... You know, we tried to follow the Corona rules. They said we could only have people at tables, so we had six tables. We sold them out like a month before, so we're gonna have. So we're like, okay, we're gonna do an online stream. So we have our six tables. Well, we did it kind of like outside behind this venue. Well, people started coming out of the woodwork. I mean, coming from the street because nobody was doing anything. So next thing you yeah. know, there's a mob of people trying to get in across the river where we were playing. There's people in their backyards with blankets having a picnic. 
listening to the music and it was just getting bigger and bigger and all of a sudden the police show up and tell me you got i gotta shut it down but they're like we'll give you one more song i was like well that was what's well, up yeah because you know that was a rough time for our so many people that the fact that a live show some music was being played live that's like a that's a special treat and but people are starting to get you know the way they do want to do more stuff like that and a lot more national bands are booking and so the scene is picking up and so i think 2023 for everybody is is excited because a lot of 2022 about everybody took off i mean oh yeah it, it was I mean, everybody tried to fight with, through the 2021 Corona things. And I think 2022, everybody's like, let's just take it off. <laughs> I mean, I can I can think of two bands that immediately took off in 2022. Mm-hmm. Ghost and Lorna Shore. Ghost has been taken Ghost off. has been around since 2008. Yeah. They didn't, they were just like a small venue type band. Back in 2022, when the festivals opened up, there are children, and by children, I can claim children. You and Jace went to go see Ghost eight years ago at a, at the Mercury Ballroom. It, I know, but they were just the small venue. Now Ghost draws such a big crowd; they have to play stadiums. Yeah, they're playing. They played louder than life one year, didn't they? They've played every ago. year. No, no. Yeah, they played last year. In the year. Louder than life is the largest rock metal festival in the it country, is. I believe. Yeah. And it's two miles that way. Yeah, actually, (laughs) it's it's about it's about a mile and a half right on the other side of this curtain right here. Actually, it when it happens, if if we open the window, we can see it happening. We can hear it. Yeah, we can. Oh, that is amazing. We uh, it's not super loud. It's kind of like you know when your neighbors are playing music inside their house. It's louder than life. Yeah, it's but no, those are the two bands that I can think of in the past is in 2022 that actually just shot through everything louder than life sucks this it, is gonna stop it, it is up to you i believe as a musician a lot of people uh you know if if you're struggling with the way to play concerts i think that the coronavirus did teach everybody that it, that what you have you can use so if if it's if if what you have is do a show with a camera do it because we've seen where where we set up a camera everywhere we go, try to. We we're getting trying to get better at it. But we've seen where we play a show, maybe there's 10 people at this show. But then online, after the show, you'll see several thousand people watch and stuff like that. But just because there's a couple people at the show, I, I would also say, like, treat it like there's a lot because you don't know how many people are watching online and you never know. So exactly. Well, every show is like a pre- like a Christmas present. Like you don't know what you're gonna get. So, like you're gonna have really good ones in the mix. It's just going to happen. Like you're gonna and some and of them. And who knows when you can find your next fan? Yeah, right. But some of the the most packed crowds that we've had have been in small towns that we never heard of that had like one bar that was like the only bar, <laughs> and then like really well, packed out. And you're like what? <laughs> I know during COVID, uh, Lamb of God was every week. Uh, the live once, shows. Once, once a week, they streams, would yeah. stream from each of their. They would like from each of their house. They would they would play a set for you know an hour. They would play a live uh, well not a live show but they would live it, stream a show every yeah. every week. And it, and it Facebook. just goes to prove that if you want it hard enough and long enough and and bad enough that you'll find a way to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't ever quit. Don't give up ever. I know it's the kind of work that I do. Those really catch my attention 
and like seeing how the bands actually perform is I'll find the live videos. I can yeah. you know, see them performing and hear them. Social so, media is huge. Yep. Now Jennifer, she is with Smash Concerts and they're a promotion company and booking agency and, and they book all over the country. And um, I mean, some serious concerts they do. Um, basically an array of kind of national shows and supporting stuff we're kind of doing some supporting uh opening for people and stuff like that as well okay. as doing all local showcases and stuff like that awesome oh, um yeah. i i have a question for you guys so is there anything specific that you guys are passionate about besides I, music besides music oh we love hunting and guns let me tell you fuck yeah <laughs> um well, I I, I, grew, hunted. I grew up in a deer stand. That's awesome. I, I I hunted my whole life, but me and my dad hunting for us was, you know, once a year, we gotta go stay in a hotel and go somewhere, and which is which was great, but it was just you know we only had that one week, and and uh, now I can shoot a deer with a towel on my head. But um, <laughs> but uh, in that situation, you know, like we're limited on firearms always you know like being in ohio and stuff like that it's flat you can't use certain things stuff like that so um and i was in the military i was an infantry soldier and com you know combat veteran in iraq did 15 months there you know yeah and uh so you know i've always been good with a rifle but down here you know where we live you can you know a 30-06 rifle you have the room to do it or 270 Winchester and things like that. And so we never got to go hunting with that stuff before. So we were really excited to do that. And uh, we put in for our Alp tickets. Right. And we're waiting for that. I think June 20th, they do the Alp going in Kentucky. And we'll see if we get to oh, do yeah. that. Brian, is there anything that you're passionate about outside of music? Yes. Cedar Point. <laughs> <laughs> the theme park? Yeah. Yes. Fuck yeah. Of course, can't go there all year round, but um, living only 45 minutes away from it, um, you know, I go all the time when it's open in the nice, in the night, you know, summer, spring, fall. Um, and then the other thing is, is just being with my boys, my two teenage boys, um, watching their sports and that kind of stuff. What kind of sports do they play? Uh, well, baseball. My younger one had a baseball game that I went to today, actually, earlier. Awesome. Hell yeah. And um, my my other son, Tyler. Jacob's my younger son, and then Tyler, he's 18. He uh, wrestles, and he goes to a college up here um, by Toledo called Lord's University. That's okay. awesome. Well, yeah. Well, that's my life, Cedar Point and my kids. <laughs> and music. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's what's up. So uh, I know earlier you guys were talking about uh, touring and stuff. I'm curious, uh, what are some funny stories that you guys might have that have happened on the road? Recently, we lost Wes in Ann Arbor. <laughs> and, uh, Elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Jen is laughing right now. I, I need to hear this. This seems like it's pretty funny. I need to hear about what happened to poor Wes. Well... Like I said, he's from down in Corbin uh, area in the mountains. So you, know, you get up to Ann Arbor, it's real busy. The driving, it's crazy for anybody, definitely. 
But if you're yeah. not used to it, it's like, it's like, holy shit, this place is crazy. But <laughs> it was so busy, which is good, like when you're playing music. But at the same time, literally all parking in the whole town of Ann Arbor was taking that day. I mean, I am not kidding. Yeah. Well, after we got off stage, um, we shouldn't have had to move his truck because our buddy Gary grabbed his stuff for him. So and then, and he thought he needed to go get his car. So anyway, somebody took his spot. So <laughs> there was no parking. Once you moved, you were done. Someone was taking your spot. Oh, it happened, no. it, it happened to me too when I loaded up my drums because I wanted to get my drums out of there and load it up right away. And but, his glasses happened to be in his his case that our buddy took with him. Oh. So he gets lost in Ann Arbor for three, yeah. four hours, then has to oh. stop somewhere, <laughs> have our buddy drive back, bring him his glasses, and we we didn't see him, I think, till the show was about over. Well, we but we did find him. That was the good thing. Did he have you his phone playing. on him? Uh it was dead. He had to go to some gas station. Yeah, that's that's bad. You guys were playing a statewide of Where's Waldo? <laughs> Where's Wes? Yes. Where's Wesso? <laughs> what Wes, yep. buddy? If you're listening to this, man, I'm so sorry that happened to you, but fuck, that's hilarious. We, we've, all, <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been there. We've all been there. I get it. <laughs> but it's... take note for Magbar, by the way. Yeah. On that parking oh, is very limited at Magbar. Yeah. Well, I'll be the outsider in that one. Definitely take note of that. Hopefully, yeah. I, my phone won't die, and I can use my GPS. And another funny story, and this is back to what we said: like you never know what to expect at a show. You know, wh- you know. One thing I would say to all musicians is try not to let your personal life affect your show. Like if you're having a bad day or something like that, try to learn to uh, before you perform, forget about that. And this is a job, like a job, <laughs> right? And do do your job, you know what I mean? Regardless of how you feel, don't ruin everybody in this venue's night. Because right. you're here to make them forget about that thing, those bad things, you know, and have a good time. Exactly. Everybody goes to the show to forget about life and get loud and turn it up, you know, turn down for what, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're playing this show around Christmas time up in Monroe, Michigan, and it's a small little bar. And the start of the show, there might have been three people. So, and we were playing for four hours. Uh, you know, some of those long shows, it's like, ah, you know, we're playing four hours, not many people, whatever. So it was just kind of like really slow. And we're playing. I turn around, I looked up in the middle of one of the songs, and next thing I know, the entire bar is filled with Santa Clauses. <laughs> what? I mean, Santa Clauses, Mrs. Clauses, a few elves, but mostly Santas. And I'm like, what in the world? Apparently that night there was a Santa crawl going on. <laughs> and they had some big Santa event and they all moseyed over there after the thing. <laughs> that is awesome. So you were yeah. playing for Santa Claus. Yep. Yeah. And it turned into like I did knocking on heaven's door that night. Um the Guns N' Roses version. And there was like eight Santas hand in hand, rocking, singing with beers. Uh, the, and it was something else. I was telling you, I could not, I mean, it was stuff full of Santas. I mean, you couldn't have fit 
nowhere in that place. That is and, awesome. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a. Uh, I know. I know. In New York, there's a lot of uh, during Christmas time. There's a lot of bars that will do a Santa crawl, a yeah. Santa Claus pub crawl. That's what that Ooh, yeah. reminds. That's what that reminds me of. Uh, I know, like around like uh, Manhattan and Times yeah. Square and all that shit. Of there's course. a lot of bars that do uh, Santa Claus pub crawls. So you'll see like thousands of Santa Clauses oh, all yeah. over the place, which is wild. <laughs> yep. Some, something like so that. So to get to play in front of one of those, that's pretty rad. That That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Sick. I would never forget that my entire life. And, and that's what I would say. Like, you know, go play them shows. You know, some people discourage it, but like go out there and play them shows because like it's all people that can listen to your music. And essentially we're a service person just like, a painter, a drywaller, or a lawyer, we provide a different yeah. service. We provide music and, you know, entertainment and, and stuff like that and try to get people outside their, you know, <laughs> the, yeah. the the terrors of the world, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I do, gotcha. do you have a funny touring story, Brian? Did the most recent for me is when we were actually playing a show <laughs> And, and Wes said something that cracked me and everybody in the audience up. It was like a silly thing, but he was trying to incorporate the the band name Earth Below Us. And after one of the songs, he says, can you feel it? Uh, what did he say? Can you feel it? The earth round below you. And just the way he said it was just hilarious. I have it. It's re- we have it recorded on my phone. But I listen to it in my car, and it just cracks me up every That's time. That's awesome. how he said it. The earth round below you. <laughs> Speaking of, we didn't get into that. What what was? How did you come up with the name, or or like, what's the origin of the name? Well, actually, that's a good question. And Brian's dad actually kind of came up with the name. Yeah. Because Brian's dad was a radio DJ through the golden years of rock and roll, like on a major oh. radio station, seventies um, and eighties. Uh, he worked on Clear Channel Net and Accumulus. He might have even worked on Comcast Net too. Like he worked on some of the big ones, and he has all his old radio recordings at home. And so we we used to sit over there and smoke a joint and listen to the old radio recordings. And radio was so free back then. Like people would just talk on there, and he said they could play whatever they want. It was just, it was just awesome that you know. And right. uh, but uh, we got into the Major Tom thing, so. Yes. Major Tom, I did not know there was more songs that mentioned Major Tom, and there was more to this. Yeah. So so Larry, being the radio DJ guy from the rock and roll days, knew all the songs. So he showed to me how the first appearance of Major Tom is in Space Oddity, which David is, Bowie. you know, ground control to Major Tom. Yeah, you know. David Bowie. Okay, now the second time he's mentioned is in David Bowie's song, Ashes to Ashes. He goes, Ashes to ashes, funk to funky. We know Major Tom's a junkie. And then he he also says, we got a message from the action man. So now David Bowie hints that they've heard from Major Tom. Yeah. Well, Peter Schilling out of Germany, he makes a third. And this song is where the earth below us comes from. And the song by Peter Schilling, he goes, Earth below us, drifting, falling, floating, weightless. Right? 
Right. So basically, and then uh, that's where the Earth Below Us name comes from, is from that. So Earth Below Us is about basically being up in space, what it is. That's awesome. And um, we also did make a Major Tom song. That is on YouTube. If you look up Earth Below Us Major Tom, you will find that. And that's a pretty fun song. And it definitely, I mean, you have different generations of your career. Now we're pretty calm and I think a lot more sober. (laughs) <laughs> like we you know we do some stuff but like earth lowest one yeah uh there's a lot of maybe hallucinogenic drugs done maker making major time but it's a fun song <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> but also def oh, leopard yeah. rocket totally check that one out def leopard rocket also mis- oh. mentions major time and there's an ozzy osborne song so if you look up major time in wikipedia you'll actually find us on there <laughs> oh nice that's so awesome oh yeah Okay. So before it gets too late, uh, do you guys want to plug where our listeners can find you? Yeah. And... Um, well, a lot of places, but um, we got our Facebook, Earth Below Us on Facebook. We have Earth Below Us on Reverb Nation official. We okay. have Earth Below Us 101, which they have Earth Dash Below Us. 101 on Instagram. That's underscore, sorry. Earth underscore below us. 101 on Instagram. See, I love the 101 thing. I I, I love this yes. 101 thing. Like, that's your number, episode. and this is the 101 episode? Like, yeah. fuck yeah. It was fate. The, the, uh, the first version of Major Tom, like, when we name these songs, a lot of time I'll name them food <laughs> names and different stuff. Like, nice. Um, but uh, the uh, Earth Blow is what was Major Tom 101. But anyway, Earth Lois music on YouTube is where everything is. Like, if you want to listen to, we have three records, by the way. Fuck yeah. Now, if you want to listen to all, I mean, and the fourth one coming out, which we're going to hear uh, one of the songs coming up at the end of the show. Um, But as far as the three records that we have, you can get them on Earth Below Us. Just Earth Below Us music on YouTube, and you'll okay. get that. And there's... um. The Reverb Nation, Earth Blows Official on Reverb Nation has everything, all, all the songs. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, and we're going to be in Louisville at the Mag Bar June 24th. And the what, doors what, open at 6.30. So where else are you guys playing in the next couple of months? Like, we have listeners everywhere, literally yeah. all okay. over the globe. So where are you guys going? Where can they? We have like, Pierre's in Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> On the tenth, and that is July tenth. June, June tenth, June tenth. Oh, and we're doing the Pool of Palooza, which this is this is going to be geared into the Fremont, Ohio area. Sorry, Tiffin, Ohio area, and that is open, and that is hosted by the band Yesterday's Hero, and we have like twenty-two bands. Um, it's going to be uh, you know, Woodstock and uh, Countrylands. That's fucking and awesome. This is something that they that they, they put on every year, and it's getting bigger and bigger. Now they got two stages. Um, there's a pool swimming. There's food. I mean, it's bring your own beer, but it's it is a great time. And then we have August fifth in Detroit at the Universe Building, which is going to be another uh, bands all day Hell uh, yeah. event with food and stuff for the community of 
the east side of Detroit, which is on the east seven mile area. Um, Do you guys have a website where people can go to like look up your entire like show list of where you're playing? The Facebook for sure is the best place to catch us for everything. We have an official website that is under construction and I hope that will be up very shortly, but um, we'll get news across that through the Facebook and everything else where we'll have a link to all platforms. Fuck yeah. Um, And we'll also have the store. So everything that you will be able to purchase at the concert, you'll be able to purchase online. So those are some things that are uh, coming up there is, uh, you know, and like I said, this is, we took a break off of 2022. This is Earth Blows 4. We're revamping and going at it. So Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <clears throat> well, did you so, have anything else for him? Uh, I don't have anything else except thank you guys so much for joining us. Yes, 100%. It's been so awesome. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, So everyone listening, please, please go check out Earth Below Us' music. It's so good. It's so, so good. Uh, I'm personally me. I'm they have a new fan in me for sure. Uh, Me too. And so two new fans right here. Uh, Go check out their music. You can catch their links in um, this if you're listening, uh, wherever you listen to on the platforms, we're going to put their links in our bio yes. or the, dates, the, everything. So the show notes. Haha. In the show notes. In the show notes. So not the bio. Look and see if they're going to be in your area. And if they are, Fucking buy tickets. Them. Get out there. Check them out. Go check them Front out. Front row. Amazing music. Amazing <laughs> people. So much love. Not only. So cool. That, but we have the exclusive song that yeah, we are you, dropping you have the first song from the new record that's gonna be played anywhere i mean anywhere so uh wes re- uh recorded the bass last night literally you got it like real early so it's an early copy of that song um it's fresh fresh and <laughs> you guys are gonna be the first ones to hear it the digital yes. dragon you heard digital earlier dragon. about what it was about <laughs> Super excited. So, uh, Digital Dragon. Yeah.
Earth Below Us guys, Josh, Brian, and Jen. Jen. And thank, Jen. You. thank you all so yeah. much. And for also for Wes for trying to be on. Trying. <laughs> a huge shout out to Wes. Huge shout out to Wes for trying to make it on the show. Unfortunately, he was having some technical difficulties. Uh, that just means we have to have them back on again. Yes. Yep, that's what I was going to say next time. Yes, 100%. You guys are more than welcome to come back next time. Hell yeah. You guys, thank you. Guys, you guys always have a stool here in the tap room. Fuck yeah. Thank you. Well, since we were 101, we'll have to think of another good number to be for next time. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Well, we, we will definitely be in touch, and we will definitely... Uh, we will try to make it out to your show here in Louisville at the Mag Bar on June 24th. Again, doors open for that show at 6 p.m. So if you're here in Louisville listening to this on June 24th, we will see you with Earth Below Us at the fucking Mag Bar, and we are going to rock the fucking night out. It's going to be come and get tap room stickers too. Yeah, we'll we'll hand out tap room stickers. Yes. Hopefully, yeah. maybe have some koozies and shit. Yeah, yeah. Bring all your goodies. Set up the table. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. It We're is gonna have an awesome night that night. Oh, I'm down to go. Oh fuck! Let's yeah. find a babysitter. I'm on the phone right now. Here we go. <laughs> That's next month. I know, it's but so we still close. have to plan. It's so close. It is so close. And that is gonna do it for this episode of the Grace Tap Room Podcast. Tab, take us out of here. As always, thanks for listening to this episode. Don't forget to check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash podcast 2 You will find many ways to support us. Buy us a coffee because we will be hung over after this episode. You can subscribe to our Patreon. Three tiers are available for you. Get your buzzed on for $3, get tipsy for 5 or fully loaded for 10 Don't text and drive, don't drink and drive, and always drink responsibly. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Tap room closed. Good night. Bye.